What's up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to episode number 42 of the Spun Today podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Thank you very much for checking out this episode of the podcast. It's going to be a very quick intro because the this is an interview podcast. And um, it was pretty long in and of itself. So I'm just going to make the intro pretty quick. One thing that I do want to mention in the intro is UFC 196. Holy fuck balls. Was that a good show? That was the co-main event. Misha Tate and Holly Holm was sick, um, and as well as the main event with uh, Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz was awesome. Both unexpected or at least uh, underdog victories in uh, both those fights. Uh, congratulations to both Misha Tate, the new champion, and Nate Diaz. Uh, I thought the in the Holly and Misha fight... I was going for Holly. I had Holly. Um, I wouldn't be upset if Misha won. Uh, she's a scrappy chick that deserves it. Works really hard. She's been on on a five fight win streak, if I'm not mistaken. And um, she's the only one that kind of put it on Ronda a little bit. At least uh, took Ronda Rousey, the previous champion, to the second round uh, before Holly Holm came around and kicked her head off. And uh, she she's the shit. She's dope. And um, but I, I thought Holly just with her reach and and uh, her striking abilities was gonna be able to keep her at bay, and just control the fight that way. I didn't expect it to end um, before the fifth round. I thought it was just gonna go to a unanimous or split decision in Holly's favor. Uh, but Misha Tate is a scrappy chick, man. Hats off to her. Um, she stuck in it. Uh, she stayed in the fight and uh, choked Holly out unconscious. And um, up until that point, I think uh, Holly pretty much dominated or at least edged her out in all of the previous rounds. But uh, Misha came, came away with the W and uh, definitely looking forward to UFC 200, which they've already announced Misha Tate and Holly Holm, um, uh, Misha Tate and uh, Ronda Rousey and as uh, having their third rematch. And Ronda's probably happy as fuck because... To her, it's probably going to be an easy win, but Misha is obviously going to have a new level of motivation under her, and um, I'm look for, looking forward to seeing that fight. And hats off to Holly also for not tapping, um, which, not that it makes you any, you know, better or worse if you tap, um, like Connor did, but um, she she's just uh, like a ballsy chick, and she said in a one of the post-fight interviews that she wasn't thinking about not tapping or tapping at all um the way she was uh visualizing that moment or in the moment uh she got out of a rear naked choke that misha had on her in the second round and she was just trying to get out of it and next thing she knew she woke up beltless and not knowing what the fuck happened but um super entertaining Especially the way it ended. And then the main event, Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz. Most people wrote off Nate Diaz as, you know, taking the fight on a 10 days notice. And definitely not going to to uh, be able to stop the freight train of 
backing that is the Conor McGregor hype. Uh, but he stunned everybody pretty much. Um, and in true Nate Diaz form, just took punches, uh, completely brawled. And when I saw it, w- it was just like crazy to see. Uh, Nate Diaz, you know, he's going to eat, eat punches. That's what he's done his entire career. There's no reason to think otherwise, especially with uh, technically a smaller fighter moving up in weight who's going to have who's known for his power but you know his power is known uh, in two weight uh classes less than where they were fighting at at 170 Conor normally fights at 145 and uh there's no but so there was definitely no reason to think that Nate was going to do anything other than what he normally does which is just eat fights and 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 box with you and his his boxing skills have always been like one of the the top in in the ufc and uh it was sick once he he caught uh connor and like wobbled him i think it was like a straight left or a straight right and it was like oh fuck it's on because nate is the type that he just he gets better as the rounds go on and as he takes punches and i don't know that shit fuels him or something and um it was crazy then when it when it when he knocked him down and went to the ground, it was like a hundred percent done. He's a black bungee jet too. You know, he's going to choke him out. Connor, um, that's his, his weakness. Uh, and he avoids going to the ground at all costs. We saw what Chad Mendes did to him, um, pretty much, uh, manhandled him when he took him to the ground for a while. And, um, Nate Diaz is just a beast on the ground. So that was definitely an entertaining fight. Um, and the cherry on top at the end was of course, Nate Diaz just saying, uh, with with uh, the post-fight uh, Joe Rogan uh, interview, just when Joe asked him how he felt and him just saying, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers, because <laughs> of everybody that doubted him and shit. And um, it was definitely dope, entertaining fights. So that's all I had to say about that. And uh, if you guys see, the title of this episode is Multiple Sclerosis. This is... Uh, an episode that I put together with my beautiful fiance, who was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis about six years ago, almost. And we wanted to put this out to help spread awareness. And uh, we're doing it now because March is multiple sclerosis awareness month. And in the episode, we get into what exactly it is. And um, there's actually links in the episode notes that you guys can check out for the national ms society uh where you can you know check out additional information on it studies uh cutting edge treatments uh you can donate you can um donate directly or become a part of like bike ms or walk ms and like stuff like that uh, which obviously would be helpful for the cause and i also linked um a video that i played it's like a two minute asap science video that i like um that breaks down exactly what multiple sclerosis is and how it affects someone and um i actually played it like early on in the episode so you guys are gonna listen to it anyway but if you want to you know actually see the video because it has some visual visuals and stuff to help explain it the link for that is in the episode notes and that's pretty much it without further ado here is the episode all right we're recording 
Alright, so Zoila Rosa, my fiance, as I mentioned in the intro that I haven't recorded yet, but it will after this, is here to pretty much share and her experience with having MS, which is multiple sclerosis, in what's the word I'm looking for? In um observance? Not observance, but March is technically MS Awareness Month in awareness. That's what I was looking for. So we figured uh, we would just have this conversation to make people aware. Yeah, to <laughs> do do our, our our part in spreading awareness to the to the three people that listen to the podcast, which is yeah. Soyla herself, Rawi, <laughs> and my brother. <laughs> yeah, but I can hear myself. Yeah. Um, which is always a good thing. Hold the microphone close to your mouth when you talk. Test it. Say something. Hello? Yeah, Can you, you hear me? Yeah, but you come in really low. So you, you have to like speak with it like really close. Um But yeah, because I remember one of the things that you told me was that when you got diagnosed, which were, like we'll we'll get into all that. Um, like you stumbled upon videos and, or actually after you were diagnosed, when you found out about like the, that test pill, right? It was like a video that you stumbled upon on YouTube or something like that. No. That the girl told you about, wasn't it? No. Okay. So. Do you want me to tell you the whole story? <laughs> yeah. No, I Googled it. I Googled what MS was. So I look up a whole bunch of videos on YouTube and yeah. never to do that because you get really creeped out and yeah like start like self-diagnosing yeah and, like shit and, like that you know there's always people that are worse than you and are better than you you never know it's different cases for everybody yeah which is always the case with everything i think but i see your point specific to this so all right um let's go back you got diagnosed about five years 2010, ago. 2010, 2011. Yeah, around there. Because, like, we're right around the time we started going out. A couple mm-hmm. months after. And... <laughs> what a gift. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, so, how was that? How was... Well, first... All right, there, there's a video that, that everybody should that doesn't know what MS is should uh, check out, and I have it linked in the episode notes. You guys can check it out, and I'll probably insert it right here. This month, many countries around the world will be spreading awareness on multiple sclerosis, or MS, a disease that affects millions of people worldwide. But what exactly is multiple sclerosis? MS primarily affects the central nervous system, which consists of the brain, spinal cord, and optic nerve. Just about everything you do depends on this system functioning properly, from breathing to moving and even watching YouTube videos. And these actions are all facilitated by neurons throughout your body, cells which we've talked about many times in our previous videos. These neurons are able to send signals all throughout the body at incredible speeds, in part because of the fatty coating that surrounds them, something called myelin or the myelin sheath. This myelin insulates the impulses and allows the nerve signals to reach their destination. However, in the case of MS, this is where the issues occur. 
The immune system is designed to fight off disease from viruses, bacteria, parasites, or other agents, and does so by distinguishing these things from healthy tissue. But in the case of MS, the immune system ends up attacking the myelin in what is classified as an autoimmune disorder. This process of demyelination can lead to a buildup of scar tissue, hence the word sclerosis. The CNS then becomes unable to send and receive signals properly. Messages traveling along the neurons may be slowed down, distorted, or stopped altogether. Because of the varying locations and nature of demyelination, the symptoms of MS are incredibly diverse. They can range from muscle weakness to decreased coordination, fatigue, vision problems, numbness, or even paralysis. Though, an MRI scan of the brain to look for lesions or scarring is integral to diagnosis. For some, the symptoms come as acute episodes, while others experience more chronic and permanent symptoms which worsen over time. At this point, no true cause or cure is known. While potential links to environmental factors, viral infections, and genetics have been found, studies are ongoing and not yet conclusive. And while there has been a lot of work towards not only alleviating some of the symptoms but slowing their progression, sadly, these treatments do not work for all MS sufferers. Ultimately, bringing light to this issue in an effort to support and fund research is an incredibly important step to erasing MS. And though many of us will never truly understand the challenges of living with MS, we can work together to raise awareness. We would be so grateful if you could take a moment and pass this video on to your family and friends and join in the effort to end MS. Which explains what MS is. Which explains what MS is, exactly. Because I honestly don't even know myself that much. And I've been with MS. <laughs> For about five years. And pretty much, like, my understanding of it, and, um, again, guys, check out the video, which I just played in the middle of the podcast, so you didn't really have a choice, but pretty much it's, we all have uh, an immune system, obviously, which fights off uh, viruses and, and diseases. And MS is known as a autoimmune disease because of the fact that your own immune system attacks your body and the way specifically that it does it is that we all have something called a myelin sheath which wraps around the neurons in our central in uh yeah uh, pretty much the nerves in our central nervous system which is the brain uh spinal cord and um brain spinal cord and something else makes up the central nervous system i forget what the other part is but brain and spinal cord pretty much and the neurons in there or all neurons have a protective tissue around it called the myelin sheath and the neurons are pretty much like uh electrical impulses that your body uses to communicate with itself and you know if you want to move your arm there's a electrical impulse that goes off in your brain that alerts your arm to move or whatever right and those impulses are happen between the neurons and axons and dendrites and like shit like that which is all part of a neuron and the myelin sheath protects is like a, a protective layer or an insulation that allows those impulses to to and those messages to get delivered so when you have ms you, the your immune system mistakes the myelin sheath as a disease or as a virus so it attacks it to you, like it does with like when you have a cold or something your immune system attacks the cold mm -hmm. so your immune system attacks the myelin sheath and that create you know it fucks up the insulation of the nerves and that creates a scar tissue when it's it's like killing itself and that scar tissue in turn now the messages and impulses that your neurons are trying to send through each other 
because it has like gaps and it's um the mindless sheet is fucked up the installation is fucked up so the message is not like going through as clearly as it should that's where the symptoms of ms come from which being that it's part of your central nervous system which is your entire brain and your spinal cord depending on where your immune system attacks and the different areas of your brain then translate into different types of symptoms that's why symptoms for one person with ms could be completely different from symptoms of another person with ms and you could tell us a little bit about your symptoms good job babe i didn't even know that much (laughs) but well i started feeling like really weird you know when you're not all there so i started thinking more than normal like when I was going down the stairs and I used to feel numb. Like thinking twice about it, right? Like when thinking you were going twice, down? like, oh, I have to go down a stair and just finding the way to get down a stair. Like you And normally it's stuff that even, you don't even think about. Yeah, you don't yeah. think about it, just do it. Um, but I felt like unbalanced. And that's a that's a big symptom that's common. Yeah. People with MS is is loss of balance. And I couldn't wear high heels anymore. Like, um, I used to feel pain in my ankles. So I couldn't, like, handle heels. I used to fall. It was little things. And I used to feel numb everywhere. Like, first, I used to feel numb, like, in my thumb. Like, at the edge of my thumb. And that's it. Like, in my right hand. And I used to feel, like, so big. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> like when you sleep on your hand kind of thing? Like that yeah, feeling that you, it feels like really fat? the edge of your thumb. And that's it. That's weird. And I used to feel like cold, like really cold. At like how how often would you feel that? Like every day it, you would have that feeling? Okay. It used to be nonstop and then like it used to go away. Like all of a sudden it used to leave. And then I used to feel like different symptoms. But then, like, let's say, let's say one one time when you had um, the thumb, the numbness, mm-hmm. and you had it for a certain amount of time, then it would go away for, like, how long? Like, a day, a week, or just random? Well, like, I had a period of time that I was feeling, like, all the symptoms. Um, like, they used to vary. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. But I didn't really know what I was feeling, so I didn't really You would just, like, dismiss attention. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just to be like, oh, it went away, so fine. Like, I didn't really know how long it lasted. Um, whatever. Mm-hmm. And what else I used to feel? And a fatigue is a, really a common tired. one. really tired. It was, like, horribly exhausted. Like, I couldn't walk. Like, I used to fall going down the stairs I, I lived in the third floor and like going down the stairs and carrying grocery bags like that was like climbing the Mount Everest I think yeah. <laughs> it was like like oh my god how am I gonna do this and like thinking things through too much yeah like when I never used to do that it's like what's going on with me like, I vaguely remember like in the beginning um like stuff like that like you walking and and going down the stairs because there's stairs everywhere yeah like and now i notice now stairs were like my achilles heel yeah 
It was horrible. And then I saw, what was it? I saw a video of uh, of another chick with MS that was like, that the fatigue is like, she was trying to like compare it to certain things. She was saying, she said the balance is like if you're drunk and you're like off balance, but you try to like play it off like you're not drunk, like mm-hmm. you're not off balance, that that was like the balancing that she felt, that that's what she could compare it to. And the fatigue, I think she compared it to like uh, being at the gym and like running on a treadmill and lifting weights. Mm-hmm. And then even if you lift up afterwards, like after you're done with the gym, but you're you're tired and exhausted, you lift up like a feather, but that feather feels like so heavy because you're like so tired from like lifting other stuff that you can't even lift anything else. Like that's how the fatigue felt like for her like all the right time. There. Yeah. Like from lifting nothing. And like no Just matter how much you sleep and stuff like that, like it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. Okay. Never. And there's like so many things together that make it worse. Like that all you want to do is sit down. Nah. Because you get numb after a while. You get numb everywhere. Like your legs, they're always numb. Like 24 hours a day. It's like your whole leg? Like from your thigh to your... Everything. Plus, like when I used to walk. Like I'm talking about walking, which is like three steps. Like I used to feel like my stomach used to get hard. It's weird. And not like six pack hard. No, <laughs> like full of air. Okay, like bloated. And feeling the numbness in the legs, and then like I used to get so tired that, like after a certain amount of walking, I used to feel like my ankles used to like go in inwards. I don't know. It was weird. And like you have to sit down. I had to sit down. I don't know if it, if it was in the floor or whatever, mm-hmm. but I just had to stop walking. That reminds me. Remember when we, I used to collapse. Remember if what, I didn't. when we went to the um, the museum, natural history, or whatever. That was like our third date. Yeah. That you got really tired. And it was so hot in there. Yeah. Because that the didn't heat, help. It makes it exacerbate. It makes it worse. Like flares it up and shit. Yeah. And um. But I didn't know what I had then. Yeah. So I was like so exhausted, so tired. And, our, and Tony's looking at me like, what the hell? Dude? This chick is mad lazy. Because she wanted to sit down in like every every, spot every that room that we went to. Everywhere. Like she would sit like under the exhibit. And I'm like looking around like, yo, this isn't even a seat. And there's like a <laughs> rope there. <laughs> like the fuck is wrong with this but chick? I didn't care because I thought that I was nah. going to collapse if I didn't sit down. And at that point you weren't even diagnosed yet. And I then know. I remember the biggest. I didn't even know I was sick. And then something was weird, but yeah. I didn't know what was going on. And, and that's something that's something that everybody should take away from this conversation. Like little weird shit that you feel, like especially even myself. Like I, I dismiss stuff like all the time. Um, it's good to always like go to the doctor and like check it out, and and it's not good just to rely on like Google and stuff. Um, never do that. Never. And I wouldn't say never, <laughs> but I would say Don't never, never just google something and be like and think that that's it that that's mm-hmm. your answer whether it's a positive or a negative but it's so accessible that it's like at least it gives you s- some sort of direction well, as long I as you take that information to a in doctor the beginning, like with my symptoms and it's that re- restless leg syndrome yeah ah that's not that bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's okay yeah and then um 
What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, then when we were leaving, you 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 were like oh, the car was parked. I remember like three blocks away. No, no, um, I was so exhausted. I just needed to sit like for ten minutes without being judged <laughs> by Tony. So I went into the bathroom. Like the girl, I don't even know how I got in there because I was so tired that I couldn't even move two steps. So I went into the bathroom and I sat in the toilet for like five minutes. I don't remember. Just that. to get strength. To get up, to get out of the bathroom. To walk outside. Yeah. <laughs> to walk out of the bathroom, and then I was tired again. It's like nonstop. It's a nonstop cycle. Yeah. Like you're just thinking about the next step. Okay, how am I gonna get there? That sucks, y'all. Yeah, it was hard. And then at that point, like not knowing, I remember we get outside and then you would tell me like no you go get the car and come get me and i'm the car was like parked really far yeah it was probably like three to five blocks Mm -hmm. or something like that in the city i used to sit down i used to get like enough energy to walk a little bit more but i had to sit down first it's like and then but meanwhile in my head i'm like you're this lazy bitch yo you (laughs) seriously sitting the whole fucking time (laughs) <laughs> throughout the whole fucking thing and now she's something with myself what the fuck kind of chick is this i'm definitely not seeing her again and blah, blah, blah. outside like there was no place to sit and it was like woodhaven the street and you were on the other side as wide as woodhaven but it was in the city yeah so imagine you're exhausted you feel like you're gonna collapse mm-hmm. there's no place to sit and i have to go across the street a long ass street and yeah. with a million cars and how am i gonna walk what if i collapse in the middle of the street like yeah that's what that's how exhausted you feel like you f- feel like you're gonna collapse if you give one more stop i remember then you got in the car you like knocked out i was so you exhausted just the thinking of how to get over there across the street and you know all these things and you don't know what's going on with you yeah like, you must have been thinking like so much weird shit. Like, oh my god, what is going on? And, like, I remember one time I was, like, showering. And I put my feet into the water. And it started jumping like crazy. Like, my foot. Mm -hmm. Because it was cold, the water. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) What the hell is this? Like, what's going on? It's like weird things. Little symptoms that you don't realize is all a common thing that it's all like related it's all related but you don't know yeah it makes sense because uh, uh, your foot jumping you being tired your mm-hmm. your thumb being numb is like you don't see a connection especially without knowing what the fuck ms is yeah um or how it works and like stuff like that and then let me see another symptom of it is bladder control which i know oh, you yeah. you have to pee all the fucking time <laughs> but now i do it like i'm paranoid now before i used to have to really go like drinking water right now and then having to go like five seconds later yeah because i can't well i couldn't hold it that much now i could control it more but i still have that urgency to pee yeah yeah you definitely got way better with that yeah i remember before it was like i I gotta go i gotta go it's like running to the bathroom um what else all right so <laughs> Memory alarm. Uh, what was I gonna say? Alright, and, and then the memory. 
It's one of those things too. Oh, your yeah, memory's not that great sometimes. My memory sucks. Well, it used to I don't be think it like sucks. bad, but it was because it, it was naturally bad, not because of MS. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's little things that I forgot that I shouldn't forget. Like what? Can you think of an example? Mm, like if I have to do something, you know, something important maybe. I totally forgot. Like now, I'm not that bad. You ever forget my name? No. <laughs> but little things, like I might forget. Like let's say I had a friend in college for four years. Like I know that person's name. Like really? You telling me I don't remember just that person's it. name? I've known that person for four years. Like. You know, and yeah. it's like, oh my god, I have to rack my brain. I forget shit like that all the time. You but just need to. Like, no, but when you re- when you hang out with a person every day, like really, you're gonna forget that person's name? Like, it's like the, the, it, okay. things like that. Yeah. You know, like it's not normal. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe and things I forgot to mention. <laughs> and now, let's see. What else? Any other symptoms that you could think of? well then i started getting really bad like this is all before i went to the doctor Mm -hmm. and he told me what was going on whatever i used to sit down and then when i got up i used to get this spasm in my face like it felt like i couldn't move i had to wait a second like in your face what do you mean like twitching no it was like it was like my brain used to freeze for a few seconds. It was horrible and it was so painful. Yeah, like brain freeze. It would feel like. It, like brain freeze. Yeah. You see when you get like brain freeze that you, you can't move like for yeah, a yeah, second. Yeah. Okay. 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 Like your so, face, you can't. You're like ah. And my my, eyebrows used to like go up, like that, and I used to like. Like a Puerto Rican. Like that, like <laughs> freeze. It was so scary. And it used to happen every time that I was getting really bad. It used to happen every time I used to get up after being like sitting down for a minute. And I used to get up and I had to like wait a few seconds and I used to get the spasm. And my my dad saw it once. He's like. This is why you were in the yard then? No. Okay. No, I was here already. He was here like visiting and shit. No, I already had moved here. But I have recently moved. I had a, like a month here and my dad was like what's wrong with you and i'm like i couldn't even speak like i had to wait until it was over that's how bad it was fuck and like how many was, times did that happen like it happened for a week or so and after that after i used to get that i knew i had to go to the doctor asap yeah because all of the symptoms were freaking me out and weird yeah it was like too many things happening that you were like what the fuck and my dad noticed so you know it's not like it's me yeah thinking about it so then after that i went to i didn't have health insurance because i just came from dr fresh off the boat fresh off the boat (laughs) i was an immigrant you know, so I didn't have any health insurance. So what am I going to do? I'm not going to go to the emergency room last 10 hours for them to tell me nothing. So thank God that my sister told 
the lady from HR from her job and she looked up like free clinics okay from churches and stuff and I was like okay so they used to give it like once a week so that was like a maybe a Monday or so and it was on Wednesdays only so I had to wait until Wednesday on that week and I was like so happy that it was free <laughs> hold on my clothes I was happy that that it was free and that I could see somebody yeah and what they tell you so it was just like a regular general doctor not a neurologist it was, it was there were several doctors there and they asked you if you have any health insurance or whatever and I told them no and they asked you like a brief history of what's going on well the nurse sees you first and then I went to see a doctor and I told them all the symptoms I was like I know you gonna think I'm crazy but I can't feel my thumb like the edge of my thumb and I told them all my symptoms and when I walk I feel really tired and my belly feels really hard when I get exhausted and I walk a certain amount and he did like this um, test that now I'm very familiar with it it's like I do it in the neurologist all the time and he used to, he took like a pen and he like scraped the bottom of my foot and it jumped like crazy yeah. and then he like pulled it like spasm yeah. yeah it was like crazy going crazy and he was like well i think you need a, a mri because i think you have inflammation in your brain i was like okay inflammation in my brain i don't understand what that means but it doesn't sound that bad <laughs> I don't know why that sounds I didn't horrible that to me. <laughs> but you know like I was I was thinking other things yeah so I was like okay inflammation on my brain I don't understand it doesn't sound like is. a crazy disease that you had yeah, heard of or something yeah. yeah so I was like okay so when I was leaving the place um the girl asked me um do they have a diagnosis for you and then she asked the girl next to her i think she was a nurse or something like what does this diagnosis mean because she was like trying to she was just like a secretary like writing everything down mm -hmm. and she was like oh that's for ms and when i heard that i was like what the only time i've, I've ever heard ms was like uh montel williams you serious? he had <laughs> ms that's the only like relationship i had with ms <laughs> like, that's the only time i've heard it and i've heard like not good things i never even had heard it really of it bad before too so that's the only time and uh, at least i knew something like oh yeah. what it was or whatever so when i went home i was devastated when i heard that i was like oh my god what does that mean now i need to get an mri to see if it really is that to see if it's really that and then i started googling everything i saw people like with spines curved like an s yeah i saw people in wheelchairs and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna be in a wheelchair like really that has to be scary um it was horrifying but oh and then i called you and i was like we don't need to be together anymore <laughs> Because I think I have a mess. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to be with me, that's okay. I made the right uh, choice. And you were so sweet, babe. 
you're like, no, we gotta find out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, at that point... We were, like, starting, so it's not... Yeah. But I felt like, at that point, the what I based the decision on was, if it wasn't because of the MS, like, everything else stays the same, minus the MS, would I stop seeing this girl? And the answer was no. So then... I couldn't stop just because of that. Something that wasn't your fault, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Thanks. Like, fuck it. That's the right choice. <laughs> um, all right. So then, then you get it, your MRI. Then I got the MRI. First, I had to get, like, insurance and stuff because the MRI wasn't going to be free. Mm-hmm. Um, so that took, like, a couple weeks. They got it for me fast because I did say that it was urgent and... Um, that I had inflammation in my brain and I needed an MRI ASAP. Mm-hmm. So they got it for me fast, I gotta say. That was the Mass Health, right? Mass Health, yeah. Massachusetts. See, it was the uh, Obamacare before it was Obamacare. <laughs> it was Romney Care and fucking Massachusetts. Yeah, Medicaid. Medicaid for Same shit. Massachusetts. It, it was, was fu- awesome. It was Romney. And Romney used to really talk so much quick. shit about it. And I got the MRI and. Then I went to see a, a a doctor to read the MRI. And she did say that it did look like it was uh, MS. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Like, how can I stop this? Like, really, I can't stop it. <laughs> no. um, and I told my dad. And then I had... They made an appointment for me. They told me I had to see a, neurog- a neurologist right away. Oh, that's another symptom. Like, blurry, or whatever. Slurred speech. Slurred speech. The, the girl in the video I was, t- I was just talking about uh, said the same thing. That it's like, like slurred speech like when you're drunk also. Mm-hmm. Like when you're yeah. speaking. It, it has a lot of symptoms of being drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you're not drunk at all. Yeah. But everybody looks at you weird because you do... You, you're on balance and you talk weird and you're tired. <laughs> you, <laughs> just like a drunk. I never know. <laughs> serious. I never noticed you slur your speech though, to be honest. Like sometimes I do, but not. Not now. I don't do no. a lot of things now. Because of the medication. I'm taking but medication. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Really helpful, but. Because I want to go through like the first medication yeah. and all that, but. And. I had to wait the longest time to see the neurologist for the first time. Like a few weeks? I had to wait like... A couple months? A month and a half. Damn. Which was a long time because I was feeling yucky and... Yeah. And at that point, you just had a diagnosis. You don't have any medicine. You didn't have anything. I had no medicine. And they said that I had... I needed uh, another MRI because I had one of the brain. And there was lesions in my brain, which I didn't understand what the hell. Which lesions are the scar tissue that happens from what we just spoke about, the myelin sheet. The inflammation in my brain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I needed one of my spine. And they told me if I wanted to get a spinal tap, but I did read that it was painful and very harsh. That you feel really bad. Yeah. I just didn't want to go through that. I just wanted to start taking medication i dealt with having ms like okay so what's the next step yeah um so then i saw the neurologist and he he said so what are the symptoms that you're feeling 
and I told them everything and and I told them oh and they told me that I have MS and he was like no don't tell me that <laughs> I want you to tell me your symptoms so I could make the decision yeah that's a good doctor you have MS or not because they're not you know neurologists they, yeah that's not, not their specialist so they don't know they could ballpark it but it's not necessarily that yeah I mean it might be that <laughs> yeah it was that but but he would be a bad doctor if he was just like, okay, yeah. you have MS, so here, take okay, this MS yeah. pill. Yeah. So after that, I went for a second opinion. He does say that he saw lesions in my brain, and it did seem like it was MS, and that I had to start taking Copaxin, which is the injection. Injection. On I a had daily to take basis. Daily. Like insulin type shit. Yeah. Um. Hey, he put you on that right away. Yeah. And he sent a nurse, like, well, you know, whatever the regimen is, they sent a nurse to teach you how to inject yourself. And where'd you have to inject yourself? Your arm? Um, I had an auto-injector. You just place, like, the numbers of how deep the needle has to go. Mm-hmm. I had, like, I had instructions. Yeah. Um, I, like, rotated the places throughout the week. Like, one day I used to do it in my thighs. Another day I used to do it in my hips, like, where the fatty area is. Uh, another day in my arms, in the back of my arms, where the fat is. Um, so or like in my stomach. In, my, in the front of my stomach. I remember that, yeah. Wherever the fat is. And it was every single day. Every day. You had to take it. Every day, at the same time. And then, well, did he diagnose the type of MS at this point yet? Yeah, he did. Because he said that it was relapsing, remitting MS. Versus. Which is the, like, the first type, type which one. If you have MS, that's the best case scenario MS that you got. Yeah. And then versus progressive MS, which is. It's like the worst. Um, those are more like symptoms that, event- that, you know, it just gets worse, worse, and worse. And eventually you could be paralyzed and like those types of situations and die from symptoms. it. Like, um. Was it Richard Pryor had MS? Um, yeah, I don't know what MS, which one he had. Yeah, me neither. But, but I know he had, and he died of symptoms. Oh, you know what? You know who had MS too? The attorney for Adnan Syed from Serial. Yeah. The Serial podcast. She she, she had, had MS. MS too? She had MS and something else, and she died. Um, Christina Gutierrez. And who? Yeah. All right, so I had to go take a piss. Speaking of uh, bladder control, um, <laughs> sorry. Who else? We're talking about famous people at MS. Uh, um, Jack Osborne. Jack Osborne, yeah. Who he? Osborne. Osborne, whatever. <laughs> he he went blind from one eye because yeah. the MS like attacked his nor his um. Eyesight. Yeah. Yeah, his left eye or something like that. Yeah. Which is horrible. All I right. still haven't I haven't felt like those type of symptoms. I do get like really blurry vision sometimes when I'm tired, but I guess that's a normal thing when you work with computers. Yeah. Um All right, so you had the remitting um relapsing remitting MS. And then at this point, you got a second opinion? I got a second opinion. And he did say that it was the same thing. And he looked at my MRIs and all that. 
And there was another neurologist. He was crazy. He, he looked crazy, though. Yeah. Um, but I took his word, you know, like, he seemed professional. And, um, so I got my second opinion. I started taking the medication. Which is Copax which 1. Copaxin. It was so scary. Like, I felt sick. Yeah, because you have to inject yourself. I have to inject daily. myself every day. I was I was feeling so symptomatic. Like, I couldn't stand up. I couldn't take a shower. Like, taking a shower was painful. Shaving my legs. Like, I used to feel like I was... Like, there was needles. Like, little ants crawling up my skin when I used to shave. Fuck. Um, like, because of the razor or... Because of the numbness. Okay. So, when you touch your legs and, and you're numb, you're like... Yeah. It hurts. Um, I was still having that spasm every time I got up. I was falling everywhere. Um, like, falling how? Like, you, you walk to the kitchen, you just collapse face first on well, the floor? Um, Not, like, not so severe like that, but I used to collapse pretty much. Damn. Um, going down the stairs, it was the same way. Like, um, how often would you fall? After a while, like, I didn't go anywhere, so not that much. But when I, in the beginning, I used to fall a lot. Like, going down the stairs, I used to collapse. Damn. Did you ever, like, hurt yourself? Um, no. Because it was carpet. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like fall and you grab yourself type yeah. of thing, or okay, mm-hmm. it wasn't like tumbling, rolling down the stairs. No, no, I used to hold on. Like I'm thinking the like the old lady from from scary movie when they run up the stairs and she throws a piano and then she runs up and grandma and she throws the grandma. No, <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Not so All right. Um. So then, you taking Copax one? I remember you took that that shit for a while. I took it for a year. More than a year, I think, no? No, a year. Because I asked the doctor, yo, like, this is not making me feel better. I feel shitty every day. Like, when is this going to work? Because the point of the medication, if I remember correctly, was so it could keep symptoms at bay. So you don't feel the symptoms as often. It's like, reduce lesions from your brain. Yeah. Which would in turn, yeah. Yeah, fix all the symptoms. But it takes a long time. To actually work really long time it told like he told me it took about a year for me to even start feeling anything and i was taking it for a year and i didn't feel anything well i didn't i stopped having the spasms mm-hmm. so that stopped like the shit in your face like your brain the spasm spe- in my brain yeah. yeah like that was like really bad so it stopped um I was getting used to the routine, like, every day, injecting myself. And then I just got over it, and I used to do it and try to forget about it. Yeah. Try to do things. Did they recommend, like, any anything else besides the medication, like a certain they, they, diet or exercise? Yeah, or? I had to, like, try to eat healthy, and which I didn't do. And exercise. Try to, like do certain exercises that i could do because i couldn't really run yeah i couldn't walk but try like to lift my legs and certain heights mm-hmm. and stretch but like i was in so much pain yeah hard 
even get up in the morning. It was hard. Because, like, as soon as you get up, you feel all the, like, the numbness, which I think is, besides the walking, because walk, walking gives you freedom to yeah. do anything, like, to go anywhere and whatever, which that was, like, the main symptom that I missed, being able to walk anywhere. It was, like, and feeling independent, because every time I used to go anywhere, I used to have to hang on to somebody. Yeah. I, I remember so that, I yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't Like your sisters or me. And, yeah, yeah, to anybody. Anybody who was with me, I used to hang on yeah. to them to not collapse or fall or whatever. Um, so besides that, the the numbness was like the, the worst numbness, one? Because it was nonstop. Like, it's not like it went away. Yeah. I used to feel huge. Like, really big. Does it feel... Is it like the same type of numbness, like when you you know like sometimes when i wake up in the, in the middle of the night because i slept i sleep on my arm and i'm like freaked out because so i can't you, feel my arm you know when you go to the dentist and you get like that novocaine uh-huh. that you feel like your lips are huge yeah like that Damn. and like when you push it you don't feel anything but it hurts like if you if like, you do it hard it enough, enough yeah. yeah you feel like pinching yeah in a way yeah Shit. that's how it feels but it's pa- more painful than Novocaine in your mouth. Fucking sucks. Yeah. And then, okay, so then from Copax 1, you found Jelenia. And I think that's how you found it, like, on a video or some some chick online told you about the test study thing for Jelenia. I don't recall how exactly it happened, but I did. So I saw this girl. It was a, the chick that draws, right? And has JP a podcast Metz. or something. What's her name? JP Metz. Okay. M E T Z or something like that, I think. T Z, yeah. J P M E T Z. She has like a YouTube channel online. You yeah. guys can check it out. She has MS herself and she did a video. It was so funny. Like, I wish I could find that again. Yeah. Like, explaining what MS was. And I found it so hilarious. So I wrote back to her and I was like, oh, it was. I have MS myself and uh, thank you for making me laugh because that was really cool and explaining what it was. Yeah, that's awesome. So she wrote back and I was so happy that she wrote back. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. She <laughs> like you, she was famous. You feel like a famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, she said. That's how people feel when I write thank them. Thank you. Um, I'm so happy I'm that you feel the same way. Whatever. Like good. Whatever. Um, but she was like so funny. Cause she made it seem like, like if you want to accept it, you accept it. If you don't, then go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Um, so after a while, like sh- I just um, I don't even know what brought the conversation, but she told me that she was taking um, this medication that wasn't approved, FDA approved, mm-hmm. but she was on a trial. Um. I think I asked her what she was taking because she had the same MS as I was. Remitting, relapsing. Yeah, relapsing, remitting. There you go. <laughs> and she told me she was taking an injection before, but she didn't have any health insurance, so she was paying it out herself or Damn. whatever. Which I, I found like really crazy because it's so expensive. Yeah. 
And then she told me, I don't know how she told me, I don't remember. But she told me about this trial that she was on. And she was like, this, I'm taking an oral medication. And when I heard oral medication, because there was no oral medication. There was only injections that you had to do every day. That was the only medication that you could take. Damn. So I had no choice. That was the only thing that was FDA approved. FDA approved. And she said, I'm taking an oral medication. And I think it's going to be approved by next year. And I'm talking to her like in October. She said, maybe by next year, February. And I'm like... Was she saying that it was good? Or She said it was amazing. Like, she took it for two weeks, and she already started feeling better. And I was like, oh, my God, that's what I need. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> How can I get that? And she was like, well, it's going to be approved, so just tell your neurologist. Like, that conversation happened, and that conversation changed everything yeah like she doesn't know what she did well i told her afterwards i did thank her (laughs) and everything but like she doesn't actually know how much she changed my life right there with just that conversation that little conversation that's awesome that she had well maybe she'll hear this and she'll know because everybody listens to this podcast i'm sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you will but a shout out to jp metz yeah hell yeah thanks definitely yeah so after i spoke to her i was really pumped and i had an appointment with my neurologist and i told him um after i found out that the the oral medication was actually approved i don't know how i found out but i think i was like looking into it uh like every day didn't you do it while it was still on trial you did because you got on a trial. Remember, they used to pay you for the trial or some shit. Yeah. But I think it was approved already. It just needed to be on trial or something. It was because FDA approval goes in stages. So it's probably like approved in yeah. stage two or something. Yeah. And it had to go to the I last phase of approved, approval. But it wasn't, it wasn't still in trial in error or whatever. Yeah. They call it. Like, it wasn't out for like mass distribution. No, it was still in trials. Okay. So my, I told my neurologist about it. And he did say, oh, we're going to start a new um, trial with the pill. We're going to let you know when that happens and when we start it. And I'm like, so he, really? Like, he knew about it and everything. working out. Nice. <laughs> like, I'm, I could be able to take it or whatever in this trial. I didn't know what the terms were with the trial, but... Mm-hmm. All I heard was that I was going to be able to take an oral medication and not have to inject which, myself. Was just like one pill a day type one of thing. One pill a day. And since I good, I heard good things about it Yeah. from JP Meds. And so. I imagine, I would imagine, like at that point, you're already, you take an injection, which is uncomfortable and inconvenient to begin with, and then doing it for a year and not feeling barely anything different. Mm-hmm. So any other option must sound good, especially yeah. if you're hearing good things about it. Yeah. So I was... <clears throat> crazy like excited um i didn't hear anything like in a couple of months i believe i don't remember but because i forgot about it mm-hmm. i just used to inject myself and whatever um then i and then he called me and he told my neurologist he called me and he told me oh we're gonna start a new trial do you want to be a part of it i was like really 
you're asking me like just put me in that shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like right now like what you want me to do he's like we're gonna start it in a week nice um you have to come in um it does have his terms you know you have to come in it was a double blind placebo study it was, some people were gonna get the pill and some people some were not people were gonna get the pill and some people were gonna get screwed and keep on taking the freaking injection yeah the it worked like we had to call a number and it was gonna randomly pick if you were gonna take the the not the <laughs> the injection mm-hmm. or be on the pill um and i was like oh fuck it was gonna be for three months um if you had the injection you were gonna have to be on the ejection for three months but after those three months then they were gonna give you the pill um so you could still try the pill but you had to be in the you know in the study in the study the control study yeah and if you got the pill you would get it for three months for free and then continue taking it um they had to monitor you if you got the pill they had to monitor you for six hours I'm giving you EKGs and taking your pressure or whatever. The, I don't know. They used to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, six hours what? Just one time six hours or every week? If six you were approved. No, just one time. Okay, okay. Just uh, you used to take it once. I remember. Okay. So then they called the, the phone number and I was waiting and I was like, and the nurse, she looked at me and she gave me the thumbs up. And I was like, oh, my God. You don't know how much I prayed. I was like, oh, oh my God, please, please, please. I, if I get the, the injection, I'm going to die. Like, Damn. I need to take this. Like, it was like my only hope yeah. of something, you know, of a change. And when she said she gave me the thumbs up and she was like smiling, the nurse. The nurse was awesome, by the way. Yeah. She was so nice. I'm still friends with her on Facebook. And she, you know, I tell her that I'm doing really well and all that. Nice. So I took the pill for that day. Um, I had to stay there for six hours. And they monitor me or whatever. And I was feeling fine. I couldn't take the injection anymore. Which, hallelujah, I didn't want to do that anyways. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just put it away. And I started taking the medication, and this medication was awesome. Like, how long did it take like, after you took the first pill? After I took one? the first pill, I want to say the first pill, but no, <laughs> that's not realistic. <laughs> um, after a week, after a week. So after seven pills. After a week, I stopped um, feeling a lot of numbness. I was still feeling the numbness, but not as severe. I was noticing that I had, like, a little more energy. Like, the symptoms were there, but I don't know if it was the, you know... That emotion of, like, just taking the pill? taking a pill that worked. Um, I'm sure that had something to do with it, but obviously yeah. we've seen all the results of... Yeah. And, like, little by little, I used to feel better. And then I had to go, like, every three months. Like, the first time I had to go every weekend Every week to check if i was doing okay to monitor you and to see. monitor me they used to pay me like 50 bucks every time i used to go yeah i remember that um 
I used to go for an hour. They used to do the, the neurologist test or whatever. And I used to feel like the spasms used to go, like they were still there, but they used to go down. I was able to like hit my nose and the doctor's thumb, like finger. Like I used to do that. Like point, like touch the doctor's touch nose with your finger. And then touch the finger. Oh, and then touch like the doctor's ET finger. Type yeah. Of thing. Oh, okay, okay. Because I couldn't do that before. Damn. I used to be like, I don't know how that works, but I couldn't do it. That's um, to do with like balance and shit. Yeah. So they test that, I guess. He did the like that. It did like the drunken. The DUI test. If they ever stop me, they're gonna think I'm drunk or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I'm this bad. Um. But I felt great after after a week of taking it. I like I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. After waiting a year for this thing to freaking work or do something that I could notice. And then after a week of taking a pill, feeling different, and feeling back to myself, back to normal. And if anybody, if anybody wants this pill, we'll be selling it at sponsor.com forward slash pill. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so you. then you... This medication is Jelenia. Jelenia, the there you go. Jelenia, or like the real name is Fingolimod. When I was taking it, it's <laughs> Fingolimod, which I like better than Jelenia. I like Jelenia because I can pronounce it. it sounds funnier. That's like oh. the pharmacological <laughs> name or whatever. Yeah, so it's Jelenia, and I take um, 0. 0.5 milligrams of it. So it's a small um, dosage, I think. I, I'm not even know. I don't even know if it's small or whatever, but it sounds small. Um. So what this does is that it suppresses your white blood count. Cells white blood cell count. Being, yeah. So Which is essentially your immune, your immune system, system. Yeah. So is your depleted. immune system doesn't attack it, attack the myelin well, sheet or whatever. Yeah, because your white blood cell count. Is your immune system attacking. pretty much? Yeah, my so they system. it lowers it, so you're more prone, I guess, to get sick, like yeah. common colds and like I shit like that. I always get sick. By the way, <laughs> that's one of those those things that you have to deal with. I every time there's somebody sick next to me, I get sick right away, like, yeah. the next day. And um. And it does damage your liver. Which is why you have to. I have go. to keep monitoring like my blood and like every couple months to see that it's okay and your liver and stuff like that just to make sure speaking about that i have to go get my blood drawn when um, tomorrow if i could okay i have to do it today but I forgot. um because i have an appointment next week yeah and yeah but as far as symptoms and you've been monitoring it obviously ever since for the last well like three years i've been taking it for four years i think and sometimes I forget that I have MS, to be honest. Yeah. It's like night and day compared to like in so the... I remember our Harley Drive when you used to live so in Harley Drive. I was so depressed. I was like starting a relationship with you, mm -hmm. going through all these things, moving. Because I had just moved from DR. Yeah, because you used to live here. Then I you lived in, live DR, in DR. And then and, yeah. you moved to Massachusetts. Uh... There's a lot of shit going on. A lot of shit going on together. And 
I dealt with it. You got through one it. One thing at a time. You're a brave girl. I believe so. I, I believe so too. I tell you that all the time. <laughs> I try. And and now yeah, it's like a nine day difference compared to how you were now, then and all those symptoms and yeah. shit. Now I ca- I still can't wear heels. Which I don't mind because I'm short. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear heels because I feel like I still don't have that balance to wear heels. I could probably do, but I will walk weird. Yeah. Um, which is not cute. <laughs> Why would I do that to myself? Um, and what else? You I still could, pee a lot, but I still pee a lot, but it's more controllable now. Yeah. Now I can hold it. You could actually a hold bit. it. Yeah. <laughs> Before I did it, like I couldn't hold that at all. Before you used to like squirt in your pants. Oh, I think that's gross. <laughs> um, but I wasn't able to hold it. It was very scary. Yeah. Like I I I used to stay the whole day without drinking like drink a, anything. a drop, which is not good because you're supposed to yeah. be drinking water and trying to be healthy and shit. So it's like because a catch I didn't want to like if I had to go someplace, I didn't want to be able to like uh, you have to be able to hold it at least for yeah. a few seconds, and I couldn't, so I just didn't drink anything to avoid it. Fuck. Um, And what else? What are the symptoms? Like uh, now? I, I couldn't believe one day. Um, it was like raining. I was outside for my job. And and then afterwards, I got a new job and all that. So mm-hmm. it did help. Um, it gave me confidence. Definitely. Because I was able to walk normal. And now you're taking the subway like a real New Yorker walking now, yeah now going up the stairs and down the stairs like, no that shit it's insane <laughs> um i was outside and it started pouring like like i've never seen so much rain in my life and i started like running fast like walking fast i wasn't able to do that before no yeah. and then I, I realized that that was a turning point like it helped me so much that nice. pill. I was like, "What?" I couldn't believe it. Like I told the nurse, I, I texted her. I was like, "Oh, do you know?" I started like running, not running, but walking fast. Um, like power to walking. To my yeah, to get to the car or whatever. And she was like, "Oh, that's great. That's such such a good news. That means it is it is working or whatever." Yeah. But I was happy. I was a happy camper. That's awesome, man. So that's pretty much all the questions I had. You have anything? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I talked all the the way through. That's good. Um, what could I say? My hope with this, just like this conversation, is that just like that girl, um, JP, JP met touched you and was able to put you onto something. Maybe you could do the same for somebody else that. As MS for somebody that hears this that might know somebody with MS just to help them understand it more and be able to know how to like deal with it because sometimes mm-hmm. you hear about people that have, might have something then you don't know how to act around them or you don't know it's how to like approach it. Yeah. You can't get it. <laughs> like if I'm around you, um, if you do see somebody who's who you know that's not drunk, but you or like walking that, with a cane and yeah, they're young they're and like t- they're walking with a walker. 
Because I did use a cane for a little while there. Yeah, in the beginning. Not a long time, but I I had to use it because I can't be, like, attached to somebody. Yeah. first Um, I mean, like, don't judge. Because... Yeah. It's not I mean, fault. it's douchey to do that anyway. It's nobody's but. fault that you're like that, you know? So I try to be, like, now that I'm okay, like, I feel better. Like, I try to be aware as well because sometimes yeah. you forget, you know? And there's a lot of other shit that's similar to MS that yeah. people could have, like, similar symptoms and stuff like that. So it's going to be cognizant and... Like, fibromyalgia, I heard, is really painful. And yeah. You got joint pain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I imagine it's really painful too. Um, but you know, just try to be aware of your surroundings and not judge nobody. Just be a decent fucking human being. Don't yeah. be an asshole. Don't stare. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you don't want, you know, when you feel that way, you don't want people to stare at you. Yeah. And judge you. I would imagine you feel like self conscious and. Yeah, you're already feeling It makes shitty. you more uncomfortable. Yeah, you're already feeling shitty about yourself and depressed and that's one of those things that you get really depressed because you don't feel like yourself you feel sick you feel like i would imagine part of you feels like i shouldn't broken you feel um guilty in a way because you i don't know you're like oh what did i do in life yeah to the service or whatever because something that's completely out of your control it's not like you yeah you did it to yourself you or, nothing to do with it. and that's another thing with ms it's like a a mysterious disease in the sense that there's they don't know the cause of it they don't have a cure for it they they have linked uh, certain studies to genetics and environmental factors and stuff like that but there's nothing concrete that says you you get ms because of this or or that so i'm sure that nobody in my family like i had to teach my dad about it um and most people and your sisters my sisters my sisters never heard about it at all because at least i know about montel willie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my sister didn't know nothing about it like you didn't know anything about it. i don't know it shit um i didn't know myself i had to like learn little by little yeah. i still don't know how to explain it but i know what it is but i don't know how to explain it to you know well, anybody that ever actually tell them to listen to the podcast and don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, just take one day at a time. Definitely. And it does get better. Um, you just have to learn how to, like, adjust to what you're going through. Like, if you can't walk that much, I used to do so much research to go to the mall. I used to do research to see if there's any sitting places. Um, I used to learn where all the bathrooms. I still do that. I know where all the bathrooms in every place is. Like I, that's Damn. the first thing I ask. Like, where's the bathroom? Because I have to adjust to my surroundings. Yeah. And see what I could deal with and what I can't. If you know that you're gonna walk a lot, just try not to do it. Or use a walker. You know, it's hard, but. It does help. Yeah. I think that walker, that is an awesome invention. It gives you support. Because it gives you support. You could walk and you could sit down when you feel tired. Yeah. It is kind of And, and like, it's a form of exercise. Yeah, it's kind of sad because you feel old. and. But, you know, if you need to go out, it's better to go out than stay home. Yeah. Like feeling sorry. 
and feeling sad or whatever. So it's better to go out. And always your friends would, you know, your real friends. They will understand. And yeah, absolutely. They will deal with it with you. And anyone that doesn't is definitely worth yeah. cutting off. And <laughs> <laughs> you'd be much better with that. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you very much for doing this. I'm sure other people thank you as well. I feel famous. <laughs> trust me trust me or not <laughs> yeah. well no. i just hope you know this helps anybody if even if it's one person definitely. to not feel down or whatever it's always a plus definitely thank you very much i wish i could do like ari and how he does on his podcast and he's able to pay his guests with uh sponsorship money but uh, we don't have any sponsors at the sponsor podcast <laughs> <laughs> not even mcdonald's <laughs> that's not mcdonald's or whatever no (laughs) come on sponsors help a brother out thank you very much thank you love you love you too that's the episode folks thanks for taking the time to listen hope you guys learned something and um hope that if you know anybody with ms or if you yourself may have ms you know it's not like your life is over or anything like that by any stretch and um i hope that you if you know someone with ms maybe this uh, episode helps you understand it more and maybe you learned something you know maybe you got answers to questions that you otherwise wouldn't really feel like asking uh feel uncomfortable asking or what have you And again, check out the episode notes for uh, any links mentioned uh, throughout the episode. Aside from that, uh, I'm just going to do some house cleaning here. Wanted to mention that in the Sponsor Day podcast feed, you guys are going to find the, I guess, like little tiny microcasts uh, where I'm reading excerpts of my book, uh, which I've mentioned before in the podcast. Uh, I put it to put the couple of excerpts together along with some motivational music and i like the way that they came out i'm putting them out there obviously for free uh, through the podcast they're less than two minutes long i think they're they're uh they came out pretty cool i'm happy with them and maybe uh, you guys will like them also so check those out i'm going to sprinkle those in between podcast episodes uh there's two out right now as of the date of this podcast which comes out march 10th 2016 um and you know they're not gonna have the way to find them uh, most easily is that they'll just be like the title of the actual uh excerpt from the book uh and won't be aligned with a specific podcast episode number or anything like that so check those out let me know what you think and share them uh they're again they're like a minute and a half long or less than two minutes long check them out Aside from that, let's just do some house cleaning here, and then I'm going to let you guys go. First thing I want to mention is I'm going to go through everything, the whole kit and caboodle in this outro. Uh, First thing is I set up a Patreon page. Patreon is a way to support the podcast on a per-episode basis. Uh, If you just don't want to donate using the PayPal donation button, which is located at sponsor.com forward slash affiliate links, you can check out the Patreon page at Patreon, spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash spun today. 
and through there you can donate on a per episode basis if you like this episode versus a different episode or vice versa you can donate based on that specific episode if you so choose uh, the next thing i would like to mention is the questionnaire and those of you that have taken part in it in the past know what it is and those of you that haven't feel free to fill it out and even if you have filled it out in the past before and you want to fill another one out uh, feel free to do so it's a five question questionnaire that is uh, five open-ended questions based on uh, something that you have some uh, I guess the best way to describe it like a creative outlet for and it's just uh, a way to share tips and tricks of whatever it is that you do whether it's sing or write or draw or or whatever it is that your outlet is and uh answer the five questions uh you know according to that uh passion that you happen to have and the goal is to help spread that inspiration to other listeners of the podcast and i read your answers to those five questions on uh, future episodes of the podcast and that's pretty much what it is it's at uh, sponsor.com forward slash questionnaire next photos on my website can all be downloaded for free at sponsor.com forward slash photography um i like taking pictures of shit some of it looks cool to me at least and i put them on the website if you like them feel free to download them completely free and um, you can also check them out on the Spun Today Instagram page, which is at Spun Today. And if you happen to want actual prints like posters or canvases or anything like that of any of the photography that you see there, you can also find them at Crated, C-R-A-T-E-D dot com forward slash Spun Today and order through there. I mentioned earlier the affiliate links page which is sponsor.com for slash affiliate links. And there, aside from the PayPal donation button, you can also find the Amazon and iTunes banners, which are portals to the Amazon and iTunes websites, respectively, where you can do all your shopping like normal. And it doesn't cost you anything extra, but both Amazon and iTunes give a referral fee just for driving traffic to their website. So check those out. It's a great way for you to support the podcast. Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way, is my book, which is available. You can check it out on, you can definitely find it on Amazon if you want a paperback or uh, to download a digital copy. You can do so through there. Check it out on my website as well at sponsoraycom forward slash books. And um, on my website, there's also a little video of me explaining exactly what the book is um, and a couple of audio excerpts as well as well as a description so check all that good stuff out there rate and review the podcast on itunes and or stitcher and or pocket casts and or anywhere that you listen to this podcast i would really appreciate it it helps the podcast gain exposure other people get put onto it and um yeah that'll be that'll be dope if you do that also please rate and review the the book on Amazon as well. And always, you know, feel free to reach out to me through my contact page at sponsor.com forward slash contact. And let me know what you think. I told you guys about the Instagram page at Spun Today. Twitter's the same thing at Spun Today on Twitter. 
like the Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash spun today. Subscribe and check out the YouTube page, which has all these podcast episodes in YouTube form. Also, subscribe to my newsletter at spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe. I'm definitely not going to bombard you with spam and bullshit. I'm just going to let you guys know when new podcast episodes are out. I will hook you up with free shit from time to time, whether it be little audio excerpts or writings that I don't have posted anywhere else. Uh, You get them through there. As well as the Mondays do not have to suck newsletter, which you would get once a week. And those would be a very, very, very quick read of just an interesting podcast that I heard uh, recently, a motivational quote, uh, picture of the week, that type of stuff. And um, also check out the Tumblr uh, blog thing that I don't promote that much, which is spuntodaypodcast.tumblr.com. It's pretty much everything that's... that's, um, uh, Posted on the site and uh, podcast uh, that you can listen to straight on there as well. And that's pretty much it. That's everything, guys. That's all the house cleaning we have for today. Thank you very much for checking out episode number 42. Thanks again to my beautiful fiance for doing this and helping spread awareness for multiple sclerosis. And as always, folks, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.